prospect news and analysis. This is Hockey Prospect Radio with Shane Malloy and Brad Allen. We're back and powered by Hockey Prospect Radio and Outside Edge Hockey Player Development for on and off ice training featuring KPI-based conditioning programs, outsideedge.ca. Let's talk about Latvia right off the top. By far, one of the best fan groups for hockey and an international event of all time. They are phenomenal. So I always like when there's a international hockey tournament and Latvia is there because you know they're going to come out in full force and make it fun. So let's talk about this group overall. I mean, right off the top, Locke Mellis, drafted by Boston, and Villamanis, drafted by Florida. Jason, those are the two drafted players. And a tremendous amount of focus is going to be put upon them to produce as much as they possibly can and just try to stay within a one-goal game and see if they can, like, pull that kind of crazy upset because the Latvians um, have a way of just causing other teams fits. And, like, why why are they even a goal? Why are we even tied going into the third period? Yeah, you know, the Latvians have been fun to watch over the last couple of years. Uh, you know, and let's be honest here, they're going to be in a battle, that relegation-type battle, right? Like, that's that's kind of their mindset coming in. they got to grab a game, win a game somewhere, and, and hope that they don't end up in the uh, the relegation side of the the event. But, you know, Vilmanis, I, I'm anticipating. The problem here is that, you know, so Vilmanis is playing in Sarnia in the Ontario Hockey League. He's, he literally, at every international event I've been at, there's been nights he's taken over some shifts with his skill and his, his pace. Like, this kid's a good player. He's a crafty player. Um, it's going to be hard, though, isn't it, guys? Because when you're only basically a, a two-wheeled vehicle here and, and him and Locke Mellis to carry the mail offensively, they're easier to check. So um, it's going to be it's, it's going to be a heavy lift. He's going to play a ton of minutes at even strength. Obviously, he's going to roll over the boards on the first power play of Elmanis side is. So will Locke Mellis. Um, the problem with Locke Mellis coming in is volume for me. So, you know, although he's gone to play college at uh, at UMass, he hasn't had a ton of volume. He leans goal scorer for me more than uh, distributor. Uh, so that might be a good one-two punch that maybe they can create some offense that way between these two guys for Team Latvia. Yeah, look, Locke Mellis for me, uh, very Swiss Army knife at times. I think he's going to have to be that. He's going to have to basically do everything. So uh, there's there's that aspect to Locke Millis's game and Val Minnis for for our listeners he's going to be more of the the score he's going to have to really try to to he's got the shot quality he's always had that coming from J twenty um, so it, it it's it's unfortunate that that they don't have too much to work with I can't remember the name off the top of my head but there was a six five Latvian out of the queue that's a roughly point per game that has uh, some skill to him I've watched him recently with uh, my scouting colleague uh, out of the queue Jerome Berube um, and he's at this event so he's going to matter too I really wish to remember the name but Latvians have very unique names I can't even remember North American names let alone you're Latvian talking about uh, but, uh, Kristen Aronson's Aronson's yeah he's like okay, six yes, four, yes. six five, two fifteen. Yeah, he's a he's a beast yeah, well, there's two of them out of the queue. Right, one of them successful, right. the other's yeah, not the yeah, as well. Eric's Mateko. But yeah, that's it. That's the one. Pounds. So, yeah, he's a so big that's kid, the kid too. That, that kid, that kid has the potential to 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 be a scorer at this event. I think he's going to have to be if Lafie is going to have some success and upset a team. The one thing you got to give credit to the Lafians, though, is their work rate. They play with pace. They're aggressive, and their fan base gives them energy. Like that fan base is so loud. And it just drowns out everybody else. And you know they've had at least six pops 
adult pops <laughs> coming in before they even start and they get the drums going. And even the coaching staff and the players, I talked to them after the game. They're like, you can't, they cannot underestimate how much their fan base makes a difference in terms of their energy. And they just roll guys over and they just, the coaching staff just says, don't worry about it. Just play like your hair's on fire every shift. It's the only way we're going to have a chance of winning. And they do it, so which I, I think just brings energy to the group. Because I've talked to opposition teams, and they're like, their fans are crazy. Like, they just – they ground all our – friends. like, we don't even know where our fans are because the Latvians are screaming like, like it's a war out there. So great for them, and I think that's going to make a tremendous difference in, in that respect, and I really appreciate – and I actually like watching the Latvians play because they they don't have all the skill set, but they come to play. Like there's they they're, play they're, they play hard, and they so to hard. me that that gives I have a lot of respect for for the Latvians for the, not only their coaching staff and the general managers, but their players as well. Let's talk about Germany. Thoughts on Germany? Because look, they have a couple drafted players. Obviously, you know Blecker. You know, drafted by Detroit and Julian Lutz and Arizona, they're going to have to carry the mail. So, Jason, thoughts on, you know, some drafted players there? Yeah, so Lutz, uh, he's an interesting player for me, to be honest with you guys. Like, he's a big body. He's got uh, better than average skill. Good, Actually, good puck touch. I, I would say that he has good puck touch. Uh, at times, he can push the play or pace off the rush. He's involved. He's involved. But, you know, there have been some nights for me that, you know, I just – I needed more of a complete game out of him. Like he's kind of teased me at times, um, but there's no question that there's something there. Uh, time will tell Germany. Absolutely. They've been relying on him the last two cycles at the, uh, at the under 18s and like at the, on the international stage for the last actually three, four years, going back to their U 17 program. So he's definitely a guy uh, to keep, uh, to keep a close tab on, um, you know, the, the rest of it, uh, who's your other drafted guy again? You mentioned him. I forget it. Off oh, Kevin Blicker, the kid out of, that was drafted by um, Detroit. Right. So, you know, I uh, just looked up Lutz again. Yeah, he's at 6'2". So, um, the Bicker kid, he's another one. Um, not sure what they're going to get out of him, but they're going to be having to hope that he's um, – able to produce some offense. I know that uh, I, I've only broke him down twice this year. I just looked at my notes and he is struggling a little bit to produce offense over there this year in the German league. And, um, but you know, when he gets with his own age group, he's, he's productive. He's a, he's a productive offensive player. He's got, uh, he's got better than average skill and he can push the pace as well. So uh, at the U 20 level, he's way over a point a game, but in the top German league, Brad, he's struggling to find a role. There's also that um, the defenseman that's drafted by Buffalo and Norwin, no, uh, Norwin Pachola plays in the queue as well. So he's with uh, Shakutami and he's a big bodied kid at 6'2 and 192 pounds. He's drafted late in the seventh round. Um, he's got 11 points and, you know, 30 odd, 30 odd games for Shakutami. So curious to see how much they're going to lean on him in that top pairing as well. Well, one player I look at and I, I'm very interested in watching here is Paul Mayer. He plays in the DEL. Right. He has pro experience. He's 6'2", 6'3". Uh, very composed player. His game reminds me a lot of J.J. Moser's. Uh, the retrieval rates are very impressive. 
He's he's one of those types of defensemen that when a forecheck's bearing down on him, if they try to cut his options, he'll create new options for himself. He's very multidimensional with how he finds his exits. And that's absolutely what he needs to be able to do with this tournament because he's going to have a whole lot of pucks coming in deep around his net area. And he's going to have to get the puck moving. I think he can be a catalyst for, for some, some exit and out stretch playmaking. Uh, not an offensively gifted defenseman, though. He won't be running their quarter, their, their power play or anything. Um, the other player that I think might be a dark horse, dark horse here, a player I know well, Viet Oswald. So he's playing the DL as well. He was dominant in their U20 system. Um, not not uh, good enough for an NHL draft type of thing, but in terms of this type of tournament, game-to-game impact, he could be a standout player. He's big, he's energetic, uh, he actually knows how to play a pro game, he has structure, and there's enough talent there in this type of format to be a difference maker. So him and Lutz, especially Lutz, that Jason mentioned, Lutz is going to be the, the driver here. He's got to do a whole lot. Uh, but Viet Oswald is a dark horse, and then look for, look for the draft-eligible Paul Mayer. He's an interesting prospect. Well, I think the Germans are going to end up having to play a very similar game to the Latvians, tons of energy when they don't have the puck and structured game. They just can't give, and they can't take penalties because one of these, you know, the teams in the, in their pool, Canada, Finland, Sweden, they're just going to tear them apart, right? So I think it really, and you talked about it, Jason, that you want to avoid the relegation. So that Latvian-German game is going to be massive. Whoever wins that game doesn't have to go to relegation. You know, they'll end up being in like end up being in probably the quarterfinal and then face whoever, you know, which is probably going to be the will be the Americans in in the B when the crossover happens. So I think that's going to be really interesting from that standpoint. I know some people don't like to watch the lesser teams in this tournament, but I do because there's always underlying players that end up coming out and having a good pro career out of that. And some of them end up playing in the NHL and you're always surprised by that. Um, because they just don't get the attention and all the focus, particularly obviously in Canada, United States is about, you know, the top end drafted players from that standpoint, we should take a quick break. And when we do, we'll come back and we'll talk about more world juniors right after this. Every play, every stat, every breakdown on their own, they're essential, but altogether they're undeniable. Introducing huddle Instat a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advanced tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing piece to get the most out of every second of film. Visit huddle.com backslash HPR to learn more. The Junior Prospect Hockey League is Western Canada's newest elite developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level. The JPHL features professional coaches and skill development coaches, along with comprehensive practice, game, and academic schedule, allowing athletes to be successful in a more cost-effective model compared to similar hockey and school programs. To learn more and see why the JPHL is the ideal choice for your student-athlete and family, visit JuniorProspectsHockeyLeague.com. Fractal Hockey Consulting. Everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo in hockey. We believe in thinking differently. We provide interdisciplinary solutions that are personally designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. Through an integrated series of best business practices, and we design solutions for both hockey operations and hockey business operations. Contact us at fractalhockey.com. 
Hockey.com. Outside Edge has built a reputation for guiding hockey players toward their potential and provides on- and off-ice development programs for hockey players. Outside Edge Hockey Development operates all programs on the philosophy of quality over quantity. Our strength, skills, and mental coaches understand the demands of the game and use this knowledge to develop strength, speed, and energy systems so our athletes can reach their potential. The Outside Edge programming features KPI-based strength and conditioning programs, skating, and skill development sessions for pro, junior, midget, phantom, and peewee. Contact us today at outsideedge.ca.